We feel his presence in this place. Amen. What a great job our worship team did this morning. Yes. Amen. Yes. Welcome, everyone. It's good to see you. Uh, you know, those of you that have been with me for quite a while, uh, you know, I always have the saying, if you're going to go to a party, we are going to have a party. Have it after church, yes. so you can come to church. Exactly. Really? <laughs> to see who's missing. In action. Yeah. <laughs> it became a battle of: Am I her pastor or am I her husband? <laughs> As her husband, I'm a definite loser. <laughs> but at the last minute, she still was preparing. I let it slide. There was no way I was going to win the argument. I mean, I could have floated on water and I still wouldn't want it. <laughs> but that's all right. I know she invited all of you over there. On the outside, you don't know where we live. And we know everything we have. If you have a tithe or an offering this morning, just place it in the offering box. Let's go to the Lord before we get into the praise. Oh Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the love that you have poured out for us, for we are truly unworthy. Lord, we are not worthy of your love. We are not worthy of you. But Lord, for some reason, you love us and we love you. And we thank you for the redemption without being redeemed we don't even have a relationship so Lord we give you all the glory this morning and all the praise Amen. Amen. we're going to talk a little bit about God's healing plan this morning I don't know if you've noticed over the last couple of weeks Sister Sophie's mentioned it a couple times walking in God's authority, living under God's power. Sister Susan brought it up. There's a real move for that, for knowing just who you are in Christ and how much the power you have. But when it comes to God's healing, there are a number of ways to see the miraculous power of God manifest itself on a consistent basis. And one of the least understood and therefore the least practiced is the fact of healing. Healing is under the authority of the believer. God has already provided us with his healing power. He's placed it inside each and every one of us who are born again. It's up to us to release it. Understanding and using this authority is the key to seeing miracles happen. One of the ones I like to refer to, you find in Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 8, where it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. A certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried and whom was laid daily at the gate of the temple, 
in which is called beautiful. He was there to ask alms from those who entered the temple. If you don't want alms, he's begging money from those that have it. He's, and then when he saw Peter and John going to the temple, he asked them for money. He asked them for their alms. And fixing his eyes on him, John and Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention and expecting to receive from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold, I do not have. But what I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet, his bones, his ankles were given strength. So he was leaping up. He stood and walked and entered the temple with him, walking, leaping, and praising God. What a miraculous thing. But you each have that same power. Notice Peter and John ministered the healing to the lame man. They said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have do I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. What do you have from Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Power. Power. Power to overcome things. They did not pray for this man. They didn't also ask God to heal him. Such as I have, I give to thee. What I have, I will give to you. Now this doesn't mean that Peter and John were the source of the healing. What it meant was the authority that Christ has put in you and through Christ who is dwelling in you, he is healed. In Acts 3.12, you see, so when Peter saw this, he responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why you look so intently at us? Through our own power or godliness, we made this man walk. It was God's power that healed him. It was the power that was under Peter's authority. And Peter went on to say in verse 16 that it was the faith of the name of Jesus that brought about the miracle. The Lord never told us to pray for sick people. In a sense, he never asked us to ask him to heal him. He told us to heal the sick. He told us to do it. Amen. Not him. Oh, Lord, heal him. No. You heal him. Through the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There's a big difference between them. It has to do with operating in the authority. He has given us, look at the commands he gave his disciples, Luke 9, chapter 1, verse 1, I mean. 
Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. In Matthew 10:1, he said, and when he called his 12 disciples to them, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. In Matthew 10, 7, 8, he says, as you go preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely you give. I mean, that's pretty much the authority there. Pretty much the power right there. This is what Jesus is telling us. I have given you this authority. The authority to go out and do this. To heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out the demons. That's your responsibility as born-again believers. Amen. You're not there to call on God as you're, to pray for a healing. No, you're the command to heal in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus told us to heal the sick, not pray for them. What a radical statement. I mean, you could get kicked out of some churches for this. If you go in and make that kind of statement today, they'll throw you out of some of they don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in the power of Christ. This is exactly what more people don't see the miraculous results that they're praying for. Because they're not using the authority and commanding God's power. They're passively asking God to do what he told them to do. Amen. Isn't that true? Amen. We're constantly asking God to do something he's already given us the authority to do. He's already told us to do this. Amen. And yet, we're doing it. I mean, this is contrary to popular Christian doctrine. We are constantly told that it's not us, but God it is the heal. And that's totally true but also believe that God has placed the healing power under our authority. He has placed the healing power under our authority. And it's up to us to release it. Just like he placed the Holy Spirit in us, it's up to us to release the Holy Spirit as we bring in new believers, as we lead people into salvation. They then need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I read this article on the internet. It was about a guy named David Gould. He had a meeting in Africa several years ago. And it was one of the first times he saw a miracle. He saw the blind get sight. He saw the deaf hear. And the people were so excited that they were mobbing him and walked through the streets trying to touch him so they could be healed. And his first thoughts 
were influenced by his religious thinking. I'm trying to change, he thought. Why shouldn't be looking to me? I'm not the healer. The healer is Jesus. And he was about to stop them when the Lord spoke to him and the Lord said, Dave, do you remember when I rode the donkey into Jerusalem? And all the people put their garments and their palm branches in the way and cried, Hosanna. What would you have thought if the donkey had spoken up and said, it's not me? <laughs> that you should have revealed the donkey's ignorance? No one's praising the donkey. They were praising the one riding the donkey. Yeah, we're, they're, you know, you understand. They're putting down all the clothes so the donkey didn't have to walk through the mud. Dave then recognized that the people were trying to touch him, but the one that he was carrying. Let them touch all they wanted. People are healed. And that's exactly what happened with a first century disciple. Peter had a line of people on the streets, so only if his shadow would touch them, they would be healed. It's the belief, it's the power. You believe in Jesus Christ. You believe he's given you the power. You believe he's given you the authority, and if so, use it. There's no holding back. This is what we need to do. In this, especially in this culture, especially in this climate. I mean, people are going to start coming after Christians hard. I mean, there are some states that are practically outlawing Christianity. You see the passage in Isaiah 45, 11. Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker, says, ask me of things to come concerning my son and concerning the work of my hands. You command. He wants you to get around that. Don't ask me what I'm going to do for you. Do your things yourself. He tells us, you know, we get sometimes, I remember praying, I get down, come on, Lord, heal me, heal me. God doesn't want to be told what to do. You know, it's, it's a little bit like the electrical company. The power company generates power, delivers it to your house. It's not your power, but it's under your control. You don't call the, call the power company and tell them, hey, turn the lights on in my living room. No, they won't do that. You have a switch on the wall to turn it on. Does this mean when you're, you're the power source? No. 
That means you're using the power that was given to you. You can put a light bulb in your mouth, it will never come on. It won't. You aren't the power source. But you are the one in control of what the power does. And this is what is so important. You can plead with the power company all you want, but they won't flip the switch. You have to assume your authority and acknowledge that the power is under your command. So this is where we sit. So this is what God is speaking to us about. I'm giving you the power. I'm giving you the authority. Use it. He doesn't come through in scripture and say, use it or lose it. But he's close. He's close. We're not using it. In Ephesians 1, verse 19, Paul writes, And what is exceeding greatness of his power towards those who believe according to the purpose of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, and when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly place. What is Paul saying here? He's saying that you have seen the greatness of God, you've seen it exceedingly, and you need to get it. He's done his part. Christ has done his part. He walked out, he was resurrected. Acts 10 38, one of my favorite scriptures. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And God is with us. God is with us. Why are we so depressed? Why does the spirit of the enemy get in us? Why can't we control that? Why can't we cast it out? Why can't we cast out illness and sickness and disease? Is our belief system not strong enough? Scripture says if you believe in Christ, you have the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Where are we falling short as a church, as an individual, as a body of Christ? Paul wrote in Ephesians 4, 13, he said, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Maybe that's why we don't have enough authority. Because we're holding bitterness towards somebody. Because we're not forgiving somebody. 
Because we're living in anger. We're living in rage. We want to pour out our wrath on somebody. John 15, 7 and 8. If you abide in me, in my words, abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you by the Father who is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciple. So what does that mean? If, if you're allowing Christ to live within you, and you're living within Christ, then you should be bearing fruit. The church has gotten lazy. They don't want to go outside the doors. They don't want to knock on somebody's door and say, Hi, can I talk to you about Jesus? They don't want to go sit on the street and hand out gospel tracts. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask and it will be given to you. Speak and you will find it. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him as knocks, it is open. What's he talking about? If we're going to the Lord and we're seeking God for something, he will give it to us. If we continue to knock, he'll open the door. We have to remember these things. We have to continue in these things. For everyone who receives and asks, they will find. It's an amazing thing. All we have to do is ask God for the authority. Ask God for the power. God gives it to us through his Holy Spirit. And there's so much we can do with it. There's so much we can do with it. In Isaiah 53, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrow. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression and bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we were healed. Amen. Isn't that powerful? Look at what you have. Look at all Christ has given you. All the authority, all the power. Nobody should be sick. we got to stop praying for healing somebody and heal them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We've got to take control yes. of the authority that Jesus Christ has yes. given us. Walk in it, live in it, do it. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter 2. He himself who bore our sins in his own body on a tree, that we having died to sin might live for righteousness and by whose stripes we were healed. Glory to God. Glory, glory to God. 
what power we have, what authority we have, what abilities we have, all because Christ has given them to us, if we believe. If we believe. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Right now, I'm sure there's people in here that need healing for one thing or another. Or maybe you don't even know Jesus and you want to surrender your life to Christ. Which would be a great thing. It would be our honor to lead you into the kingdom of God. So, if you need a healing this morning, come forth. Come forth. Bye. Uh-huh. 